it's the Koshcast. Yes, like Liverpool's defensive issues, we're here every week. We start in MLS, where Justin Morrow's hat-trick came just in time to seal the supporter shield for Toronto FC. In the Premier League, City go to Stamford Bridge, put Chelsea neatly in De Bruyne paper bag and walk off home. United thrash Palace, who now haven't scored since 1922, Spurs and Arsenal win about as comfortably as Jagmeet Singh, and Rafa the Gaffer shatters Liverpool's hopes of a win at Newcastle. Then, Italy, where Napoli pull clear at the top of Serie A, and Catalonia, just practising, where instead of shouts of referee, there are shouts of referendum, and the world really may be ending as Busquets scores a header. Here's a few seconds of music. Hello and welcome to the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex and I'm joined again this week by Mohanad. The way you said again just felt, felt like, I don't know, are you getting bored? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I like it. And Bernie. Hello. How are you? I'm great. So this is a rare occasion where we're podding and no one is hungry because we've all managed to eat before we start. I yeah. was, I was starving. Like I'm always hungry and I just get lazy. I'm like, I'll just eat after. Right. Today it was, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bernie, you, your wife provided a, a massive meal. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went home before. <laughs> so that, yeah. that helped. She yeah. thought she thought you were coming by to say hi before, before leaving. You she just... was like, oh, I have dinner ready. I was like, um, can you take that to go, please? <laughs> Incredible. We should all just go to Birdie's. Yeah, she, she's right now sitting at a, on a candlelit table on her own at home. It's like, yeah. I thought he was going to join me. Probably Just listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Top of ice cream to help her. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, let's start. Locally, Toronto FC. We've won the supporters' shield. Hey, that's hey, TFC. Hey, hey. TFC. That's that's there, big. There was no parade. I'm sorry. I am. Right. I am. I am. What's that word? Disappointed. Uh, Let down. Disgusted oh, by uh, this. Yeah. Much. But, yeah. Right. I was trying to think of another one. But I mean, you could have started it. Had you gone, you know, dancing down Young Street, I would have followed. To you. be fair, last week in Seattle, we started the conga line in a bar, so I probably could have done. So that. you have practice. That, yeah. that needs a bit of explanation. What, what do you mean? It was <laughs> a bachelor party, and one of the things that, that apparently the bachelor had to do was start uh, a conga line. So we, I helped them out by uh, pulling okay. a bunch of people, which is probably what we should have done on these streets because the supporters' shield is a very, very big deal. Yep. Um, relative to Toronto. So Alex, tell, tell us what it is, just for those who. Don't know. Okay, sure. Um, so, obviously, in MLS, you have the Eastern Conference, you have the Western Conference. The winner of the Supporters' Shield is the team that finishes with the most points out of either conference. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you put them together as one table, the winner of that. And Toronto City have won it with games to spare. Yes, yeah. right. A bit of, bit of trivia behind this. The reason it's called Supporters' Shield is because, one, the supporters um, kind of petitioned for a set of something for who wins the league. Okay. And they actually put money together... And provided the trophy. And the latest one is actually um, designed by a bunch of Toronto FC fans as well. Oh, nice. Cool. Good to know. I didn't know that. It also, I think, gets us home advantage if we reach MLS Cup. Yes. Yes. Which is crucial and very cool. Yeah. So we're going again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Let's hope it's less cold than last time. Seriously. um, To this game that clinched it, TFC beat New York Red Bulls Mm 4-2. Yep. Um, A bit of a... I mean, it wasn't as comfortable as, as you might think with TFC scoring four goals. I think at 2-1, it was a bit um, dodgy. Yeah, well, at 2-2 even. No, yeah, yeah. It was, um, yeah, TFC went up 2-0 and uh, you're just thinking, That's walk it. in the park, mate. Yeah. A walk in Central Park. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, and, uh, Queen's yeah. Park. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the second New York Red Bulls goal was unbelievable. Straight from one end of the field to the other, about five passes straight through the middle of Toronto FC. It was, but at two one, you did say that TFC aren't built to sit back and soak pressure. No. That's not what they're good at. They're good at attacking teams, scoring a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still did score the four, but at two one, they tried to not park the bus, but they tried to you know kind of shut 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 shop, and it didn't work. They're not good at it, and they conceded a second. I tweeted it yesterday. Parking the streetcar doesn't work as well as parking the bus. <laughs> yes. It's not as effective. True. Not at all. And especially um, when you can't get them in the city. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this game to me, firstly, Morrow, like we can't gloss over the fact that this kid, I think to uh, either last week or the, or the episode before, we're talking about the kid is a wing back, really, but he scores so many it's goals. Very technical. Yeah. He gets in the right positions all the time. And I don't think Jerinko didn't play this game. No. But this just shows that the weapons that TFC actually have because more aside 
for a wonderful performance, Vasquez was again amazing. In this Vasquez game. has been player of the season for, for TFC. I, I don't think we can disagree on that. Um, and if he continues his form into, into playoffs, I mean, that's exactly what TFC needs. He's, he's fantastic. He, he ran the show. But yes, Moro, three goals from, uh, from left wing back. Um, he does this a lot. He's a very technical player. He's a good player. Alex, you pointed out that he only has two caps for the U.S. I think it's two. Yeah, he yeah. got called up for the for the squad in the Gold Cup in the summer, and I don't know. It's just mental. I mean, I I had to write a story for an ebook uh, like a couple of years ago, and what I did was write about. I played as Toronto FC on FM yeah. sixteen or something, and wrote about my experience. And halfway through that saved game, Justin Morrow declared for Canada because he hadn't been capped by the U.S. And I was like. Yeah. Yes. See, this, this is exactly that. where I was going with this. When you, were, I was thinking to myself, why doesn't the Canadian national team just go? All right, TFC, Montreal, and Vancouver. Any Americans that you have <laughs> that have been here longer than four years, you know, first we'll give you PR, then we'll give you citizenship. We all know about this, yep. and then they play for Canada. I think that's great recruitment. He's from Ohio, anyway. It's only like five hours, six hours away. It's basically Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, that is a good point I was to bring up. I don't know why he doesn't have more more caps. Maybe he will start kind of getting some attention yeah. um, soon. But I mean, you, you were saying like US, it feels like it's still DeMarcus Beasley. It still feels like Beasley's I think I think he's gone now, but like I take your point. No, no, he was there. He was there in the Gold Cup. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, he was still like, I mean, when I turn on the TV and I see him, I'm like, wow, this is taking me back to when I was like 12. Does he get injections of something? Stem cells? Horse placenta? Growth hormones? I don't know. Patriotism? Um... So yeah, so that clinches that. I think TFC are still trying though to break the record. Yeah, um, that's still on track. I think I don't know how many games they have left, but it's doable. But they did lose two or so in a row recently, which mm-hmm. is kind of putting that a bit in the balance. It would be nice. Fun fun fact, and I can't believe I didn't know this until recently. But the LA Galaxy side that holds the record points total, Greg Vanny and I think his assistant or one of the other people were in that team. What do you mean, like players? Makes yeah. sense. Oh, that's true. That's true. Nice. That's crazy. Eh? So Greg Benny will have it as a player, then break it as a, as a manager. With any luck. That would yeah. be cool. All right. Let's move on to the Premier League. Let's do it. So let's start with the biggest game of the weekend, which was Chelsea versus Manchester City. Um, kind of this is the one people were waiting for to kind of see. Pep it was on a really good run recently, but people are saying the opposition need to be a bit better, etc., etc. I know they had Liverpool, um, but this was the real test. Mm-hmm. And... They passed it with more than flying colors. I think the 1-0 for City is not an... I mean, it's not an, an it indication It flatters Chelsea. Yes, it flatters yeah. Chelsea. Um, City controlled this game from start to finish. Absolutely. Walker looked fantastic. Um, Sané and Sterling. Even Delph was good. Delph at left back? <laughs> Delph was joking. very good. Yeah. Yeah. Delph was very good at left back. I mean, he played him over Danilo. He, he's now injured. He's had to pull out <laughs> the England squad. But he did his job. Um, but why was he anywhere near that? He's had two games this whole in like two years, and all of a sudden, he's listen, in, if you're in English and you play for City, oh like, my god, that's right. another conversation. Um, Noah Guerrero to start the game for City, who broke his rib uh, in Amsterdam in a cab. He was yep. at a concert. It's unfortunate, but he's out for a few months, um, a month or two, I think. So you know that that should have been a boost for Chelsea. Well, that's what Pep wanted the whole time. <laughs> I literally the minute I saw the news I tweeted Pep now can get to play the way he actually wants to play you just imagine the cut scene right of the driver afterwards calling Pep the job is done <laughs> yeah. like, I, I am so happy I will wire, I will wire you the money tonight um, but you know City were out without their main striker 30 something minutes in Morata gets injured yes. and Chelsea were without theirs and Conte we all thought here comes Bashuai on came William and he played without a striker essentially. I think that, that I, I don't think that was the best move by them. They he played Hazard up top. You know, he's not that guy. Hazard is if whatever you can think he's a good player all you want, but he just doesn't have goals in his history, regardless it's, of it's, where he plays. It's not just that he doesn't have goals, it's, I mean he has goals coming in from deep, but I think the thing is that it's funny to me when managers do things that you, you know, we're, we're not seen to be managers, right? So we look at it and people go, oh, what do you know? It's like, no, we know that he had to play Batshuayi primarily because City defend well as a team right. because they have the ball and they have possession and they're great at pressing. But individually, they're still not very good. So what do you do? Put Batshuayi to manhandle Stones and Otamendi and then you give yourself a chance. But yeah. with Hazard roaming around with William, they had no penetration whatsoever. Yeah, and, and City, I think, played, if I'm not mistaken, four at the back to start this game. Is that it, correct? It seemed 
to be on paper it was, but then half the time Delph was in midfield, and right. I'm not sure exactly what the shape was, or perhaps it was one of those games where they were something with the ball and something without the ball. Mm-hmm. But, Walker um, was fantastic for them. Yeah, right back. He, he's game. really right settled right in. Right. Yes, the first couple of games were a bit dodgy, but he's really settled in. And City only conceded one goal in September. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're thinking about this team. We're thinking about Stones and Otamendi and what have you. And they were you, you take the piss out of them all year last season. This season, obviously, it's still early, but they're not conceding goals. And as you said, but it's because they're dominating games. Yeah, he's also using his squad very well. Sani comes in; he looks unbelievable. Um, you have Sterling, who right now is just scoring goals left, right, and center. He can't stop scoring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Sterling was another one that was made fun a lot last season and the season before. Even. Mostly by you. Yes, sure, but mostly by a lot of other people. Because mm-hmm. I mean, he, he looks and funny. by Hazard. Yes, yeah. yes, and by Hazard. Um, and he's starting to deliver Sterling a little bit. I mean, he's not you know long term solution quality yet, but he's he's getting there. And you he, know who's upset right now? Claudio Bravo. And he's upset because this city team does not even let you have shots on them. Right. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's not as if they're defending when you think of like the back four defending all that well, or the goalkeeper is showing that he's actually an upgrade on the last guy. Is that you can't get near them to have the shot? Well, that's what happened last season when you'd play against City and literally the opposition would have one shot on goal, which was like a measly easy shot, and Bravo would let it through. Yeah. And that's why they were losing so many games because they dominated, dominated, and then the ball just falls through his hands. And to be fair to Ederson, his distribution, his game was there was a there was a ball in like I can't remember when, but he played it, he pinged it right to uh, Jesus, mm-hmm. like. Like, all the way, like, it's, you know, not floater. Yeah. No, like, he pinged it into him. It was fantastic. No, it was funny. When he signed and people who knew about him were saying his distribution, is his kicking is the thing. And, you know, the obvious thing to say at that point was, oh, but so was Bravo supposed to be and can he save shots? Like, he's been fine. He's yeah. been absolutely fine. And, yeah, his distribution is sick. It's funny to think now that a year ago... I don't know if it's us or other people, but you know there are people that were saying he should have kept Hart. Well, Joe Hart still thinks he should have kept Hart. <laughs> he was out the other day saying he didn't get like a fair chance, and he doesn't know why Pep yeah. didn't give him a chance. Like, yeah. We all know. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway, on on the game, I think tactically, when you look at City, they've had Liverpool, who they brushed aside for nothing. Yeah. Albeit with the red card. But when I look at this, and I, I think to myself, if I look at the Arsenal-Chelsea game, and I look at this game, to me, Conte in the big game so far, and there have been, what, two of them? Mm-hmm. He's gotten his tactics absolutely wrong. If you look at the way Liverpool actually played City before the red card, Salah should have scored. Oh, Liverpool Some, much better. What's his name? Mane should have scored. I think Salah could have had two, yes. because he was rinsing Otamendi on that side, because they had pace and power on those wings and cutting in that City couldn't handle man on man. So I can't understand why he was playing this weird, narrow formation and he did the same thing against Arsenal. I, I just, I'm not I, really going to say what I, Conte is doing. I so. honestly think not having Costa is is a big factor for Chelsea. That power part of the power and pace came from Costa. He would, you know, dominate centre-backs. He would really bring Hazard into play and I think they are missing him slightly. Morata looked good recently but until he kind of comes up against these Big center backs that are gonna manhandle him. I mean, Arsenal did it to Morata. There was no Moses in this game. Also, that's, yeah. uh, and I don't. I think he was on the bench if I'm he not was, mistaken. Yeah. And that's another thing I don't quite understand. I really don't. It, I, it was odd. I mean, Christensen has done very well when he's come in, but it was odd to have him playing with Moses on the bench and Aspilicueta on the right. It's yeah. like, I guess that's a defensive move. Yeah, a lot of it. But you you have to at least. Um, I don't know. City are gonna score. Right on this form, they're yes. going to score. So you have yes. to have some attacking threat, and, and, and Chelsea really had. And you nothing. have to have a way to push people like Walker back. Yeah. If you know Mendy's not there, who's an absolute physical beast, and you have Fabian Delph, my thought is run at him. He doesn't know how to defend. He's probably going to concede a free kick here and there. Why not use what you used last season to win the league against Man City? I'm just completely even perplexed. If you, even if you bring on Pedro for William, I think is still a better move. You at least Pedro Directness. is somewhat of a striker. He could at least play up top instead of Hazard, yeah. but not Hazard up top. Yeah. So I, I ju- I'll just float something here. Chelsea in midweek. Both of these teams had Champions League games. Chelsea had a much harder game against Atleti, much more physically yeah. demanding game. That possibly has played into it, but it also begs the question. And we asked this in the summer: Is is Chelsea's squad big enough Chelsea for both have, of these Chelsea, competitions? Chelsea have no attacking options on the bench. Mm-hmm. Let's assume Fabregas is sitting on the bench. So that's kind of one. Not really. Kind of more deep playmaking. You have, I don't know, Pedro. Like, you have uh, one of Pedro or Willian. Sure. I mean, you, you, you can't forget Bashuai. Because if even if for all his 
rawness or whatever, and he's not as developed as he should yeah. be. What Bashuai allows the other players to do is create space by taking up the defender. And what they did in this game was just say, do whatever you want, Johnson Otamendi. Yeah. We're not going to put pressure on you. No, it's no, sure. But I still think Chelsea as a squad, I mean, compared to, let's say, a City, are nowhere near yeah. as good of a squad. Oh, nowhere I mean, near. Yeah. Nowhere if, near. If only they'd managed to sign Oxley chamberlain <laughs> um, just, just on Pep and City... Tactically, he's done Conte, and Conte is supposed to be one of the best tactical managers. Like, yep. He is one of the best tactical yep. managers. Um, Klopp, whatever, he got away with that. I, I do think Conte did himself. As much as I sure, no, no, I agree with point. you, I believe with you, Pep did a great job in this game. But it was like, how... You know when you look at something and you go, this is so simple? Like, but, but I just don't get it. Congratulations, you played yourself. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> that's part of the thing is, right? It must be so easy to sit there and like yes. think, oh, we've got City. I've got to come up with something really complex here. And nuanced and mm. overdue. Like he lost the game before it started because Pep did Jedi mind tricks. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. Um, but I think the the two biggest tests for Pep and for City coming up, and I don't know when the games are, but Mourinho. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just going to be fascinating. Spurs. And then Spurs, because Pochettino did City. Well, they did City at home last season, mm-hmm. but not away. So th- those will be another another huge. I think they're well equipped. They're well equipped to handle them for sure. Um, Manchester United. And everyone else in the world are well equipped to handle Crystal Palace. <laughs> I think we are. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to put that out there. Just the three right of us. Yeah, <laughs> right. Not even a team. Yeah. Um, so, United, I mean, again, Ashley Young and Fellaini rolling back the years. Like, what is this? United, like, 09 or whatever. Well, Fellaini's only like 27. Right? Sure. No, no, not yes, then he's old. It's the United. Like, the uh, old sure. United. I, I think after this game, I have finally decided. It's, I'm done hating on Fellaini. Okay. I'm celebrating Fellaini every time. The guy is freaking useful. Let's just accept Fellaini it. Fellaini is one of those enjoy. where United fans sometimes hate on him, but I think non-United fans really see why he's useful because usually he comes on against your team and he does a job and he does yeah. really well and you're like, wow, this guy is so useful. He's oh, great. Playing against yeah. him must be an absolute nightmare. Yeah. He um, could be useful in any team, at least knowing the role that he's going to play exactly. as opposed to asking him to like pass the ball or anything like that. Just caveat. Any team in the last 10 minutes. Yeah. I mean, actually, to be fair, yes. his goals came early. I'm saying, this, in this game. when you want to plan B, it's Giroud or Fellaini. Done. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah, yeah. That's Lukaku fair. got his customary goal. I think he has, like, a goal in his last eight games now or something. 11 and 10. And yeah. And almost him. all of them assisted by Martial. Yeah. <laughs> Martial just comes on and goes, you know, Mourinho's like, I need, a, I need another goal. He's like, all right, here we go. It's so fun. Put it's, it on the plate. It's, it's yeah. so fun. Martial's, I mean, I saw a stat recently. He has better stats than Hazard. Just goals and assists in number of games played. I'm just. I, I know you have an anti Hazard. I do. And as much as I'm like so pro Martial, I don't want to go there. Hazard. Has, <laughs> my problem with Hazard is he has like nine goals in five years. Like he. Anyways. I feel like that's not true. It is. Trust nine me. goals in five well, years. Obviously not exactly, but like he doesn't score goals. He literally has no goals in his game. Yeah, I I I feel you. Okay. I, I just figuratively. I think <laughs> Martial for a second. I believe he's better than most people his yeah. age. And I think he's better than Marcus Rashford, but Marcus Rashford was spectacular. He's in this efficient game. too. He so yeah. spec- He was so good. The the drag back to the full ward. Who could probably any one of us could do that? <laughs> but still, it was fantastic. Hospital ward. Fantastic. Yeah. And Juan Mata with another goal. The guy just scores. I, I was telling Alex while we were watching this game is I think if Palace go all season mm-hmm. without scoring a goal, <laughs> it would outshine the Leicester winning the league story. Like, this would be way bigger. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it would be, like, miles bigger than, than Leicester winning the league. Do, like, do you want a good stat? Yeah. yeah. They last scored a league goal two managers ago. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good. The thing is this. They looked, yeah. at, they looked at the table and they went, we're playing, you know, Chelsea and United and this and that and Liverpool and whatever. And let's bring in a new manager now. Yes, they said, oh, De Boer. Your shit. Yeah. But we're going to sack you right when we have games that we know we're not going to score any goals. I asked you guys while watching this game, like, could De Boer not have lost 4 0 against United? I'm pretty sure he could have done it. Yeah. I mean, give the guy a chance. He might have lost three. Yeah. Let him try. And now they want to bring in Carlton Cole. I'm just saying. Carlton Cole was on the radio a couple of weeks ago and he is thick as a plank. It's amazing. Well, he can get to the players then. Gilardino is also on their list. Yeah, why not? Yeah. What's he doing with his life? He, He was on trial at Montreal Impact. Wow. Yeah. 
Wait, you should go to Montreal. <laughs> Wait, Gilardino who? Gilardino. Gilardino. The player? Gilardino. As a manager? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. As a striker. I, I as a striker. Because we were talking, we were talking managers. I'm like, what do you oh, mean? Oh, no, no, no. no that's no. that's Moise's okay. next job. But, but speaking of managers, uh, did you hear Hodgson the other day? He was like, he was talking after the game and essentially what it came down to is like the players have to run their bollocks off. Yeah, against Chelsea. It's like, A, they can't run more than Kante anyway. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> collectively. <laughs> Um, so United have Liverpool next. Um, we can we'll talk about Liverpool. Um, we can we can talk about him now, just since I brought him up. But um, they do, ha- you know, United have them next. And uh, Liverpool's current form, I mean, they just drew to Newcastle, one one. Continue with a great game. goal. Yeah, they do. Continue with a great goal. Mm-hmm. What um, a hit! Hey, we, we were talking about this before. He didn't even have space. Like, no. Shelby didn't even do anything wrong, really. No, mm-hmm. he, he didn't need that much backlift. He he put it in a... The keeper thought it was probably going to go, you know, the far post. He When they come off, they look fantastic. They the question is, you know, can he wait for every 16 shots for one to go? Come off. I don't know. He scored in his last three games, doesn't he? He did, yeah. Which he is, goes through those passes. Which is, continues. which is actually better than what he's done for the last, like, three years. Yeah. Or so. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, props to him. He's trying to maintain that Barca bid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Liverpool, and I know, you know, I'm just kind of taking the piss. They haven't won since they signed Oxley Chamberlain. Well, he also got a, a, a measly six minutes at the end of this game. And he's never a, played the he missed, same. He missed a glorious chance in that five minutes. So, did Oxley Chamberlain just get found out or what? Because, for the record, for the record, you two you oh, we were actually Lies. saying. No, no, no. You two were actually saying. He was the only good dribble at Arsenal. Yep. Correct? Yep. But you, that's you Arsenal's that. standards. Though. And you guys said, why are we selling him? This makes no sense. Okay, so two things. One, yes, he is probably Arsenal's best dribbler because there's no one else. It's only relative. <laughs> and two, why are we selling him? Because at least Arsenal sometimes you know, sold players that they had to. They're ambitious. They want to go win things, etc. This is one of the first ones where it's like, what does this mean about the club? What, when a young potential player wants to leave to go kind of realize his potential somewhere else... It was just alarming, slightly. Or, or was it just a clear case of you realize maybe we don't need this player because Ox we offered have Alex them, Iwobi. Ox offered them, uh, Wenger offered them 180k to stay. That, that's, that, that's worse I'm sorry, than Liverpool really, paid 35 million that, for that's, him. That's worse than Lingard money, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Lingard, does a, Lingard like, he's a bit of a joke, but he does a job. <laughs> yeah, he does a job, exactly. Anyways, back to Liverpool. Um... Clock went for Sturridge over Firmino in this one. Firmino played in midweek, so yeah. but I thought Sturridge would get dropped completely because when Coutinho plays, usually he doesn't play all of them. I, I would I would agree with that decision generally. I would rather have Sturridge over Firmino because Firmino is not a finisher. Clearly, Sturridge didn't do himself any good by not finishing chances. But what Liverpool have needed recently is someone to be a striker. So Sturridge is a finisher that doesn't finish chances. In yes. this game, okay. yes. Fo- this follow, game. follow me here. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, he had like one chance, right. and he missed it. But you know, it is what it is. Is, yeah. that, is that, that props to Rafa then for subjecting the man to one shot? I, w- I would say so. Newcastle played well. They didn't. I mean, it didn't look like Liverpool were dominating the game and, and are going to win it easily. They. I don't think Newcastle played badly all season. No, they just they don't have the quality. They need especially a up front. Hosselu. <laughs> scored the shittest goal. I mean, Matic kicked it into him and Hosselu celebrated as if he'd finished it and placed it perfectly in the corner. When I saw that go in, all I could think about for the next three minutes is how Matic feels inside. Because in the replay, he sprints oh. faster than he's ever mm-hmm. run in his life. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know, you can see the glint in his eyes where he goes, I got this. Yeah. I'm about to make headlines. Mm-hmm. And how it goes off his left foot and into... Well, did you see him afterwards? He, he did a bit of a Sammy Kufour. Yeah, oh, I he did it a little bit. Yeah, except Liverpool are never going to be the Champions League final ever again. Exactly. The hilarious part about that goal is that when people think about Liverpool's defense, yep. right? Matip is the only thing that they hold on to to say this is actually very, very. Good. <laughs> it's not even... And now he's just done that, so he's <laughs> he's gone into a lot of territory. But I mean, it's easy to focus on the defense, and it's obviously not good enough. But Klopp would not want you to. No, he gets very, very defensive about yeah. the defence. Um, but what is going on right now is that Liverpool are just not scoring. They're not finishing. The, they're creating a bunch of chances every game. They're not scoring. And it kind of reminds me of City last season, where they'd end up with these weird rubbish results, these 1-1 mm-hmm. draws or whatever, because they missed like five or six good chances. Yeah, and they had Bravo and Mignolet. Right. Yeah. So, Did you guys you see um, uh, the, the post-match where Klopp, uh, oh. Jurgen Klopp, they said to him, uh, it was a draw, it was a fair result, right? And he looked at the, the journalist, he goes, have you ever watched a game of football in your life before? 
And they wow. just called him Jurgen Strop on the news after that. Nice. He That's, is getting increasingly stroppy. He is. But he is. He's going into that Wenger territory. One more thing that. on this game, Rafa, because I will still want to give Newcastle credit. Can and we'll talk about this team later, but can he just replace Kuman already? Like 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 please. Should he? He has a house in Merseyside. It's enough is enough. Ooh, he will do a better though? job. Whatever, man, is done. Like, how many clubs has he been in between Liverpool? It's a step up from Newcastle. Let's make this happen. I'm going to make a change.org petition right Stop. now. Get rid of Koeman and bring in Rafa. Just start the conga, mate. <laughs> this is like Manny's fourth change.org <laughs> petition of the season. We're only six weeks in. Um, all right, let's do some quizzing. All right. Welcome to the Cesar Aspeliquista. You've done well there. Right? Not bad, eh? (laughs) Alright, so uh, Alex, remind people of your buzzing and Bernie, your buzzing. That was easy. Perfect. You guys ready? Yep. Alright, question. I love how Bernie's buzzing is cocky. Yes. Of course. You should know me by now. (laughs) Yet he's not going to answer any of these. How dare you. Here we go. Some of these are weird, but I've got three questions. Question number one. How many teams compete in the English EFL Championship? That was easy. 24. Correct. Well done. Who's going to answer one, huh? (laughs) Question number two. Who is the current Serie A top scorer? Alex. Dybala. Correct. I thought people would go for more the Zekos or Immobiles. Immobiles second, Zekos third. Yeah, I have no idea. All right. <laughs> Final question. Final? Yeah, three questions. Why are you lazy this week? Sorry, man. You guys got it so quick. Usually we debate this stuff. That's All true. right. Question number three, and this is very random. How old is Matt Hummel? Alex. 27. Wrong. What? 29. Wrong. 30. No, I, I, got, I win at He's 28. 28. What did I say? 27 or 29, which does not equal 28. Back to the Premier League now. How does Field Nil Spurs for... Correction, that Kane team. That Kane team. They're no longer called Tottenham Hotspur. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pep Guardiola, yeah, that Kane team. It doesn't seem like... I don't think he means it. I, I find it very hard to believe that he's ever really disrespectful. No, he's not disrespectful. He just he's forgot just, their name for a second. I think <laughs> he's, just res- he's being respectful to Kane. Yeah. But at the same time, it came off disrespectful to Spurs. He's just, he's kind of, you know. Yeah. It's a mind game. <laughs> sure. Anyway, they, they murked Huddersfield. It looked dodgy for about 10 minutes. Yes. Huddersfield pressed them really hard. Mm-hmm. And they, they kind of did what Spurs used to do like last season, the season before. And it worked for 10 minutes. And then one player made one mistake. And it and Kane I mean, finished it clinically, and that's all it takes. When Kane was running at goal after that mistake, I feel like the whole world knew it was oh, going mm-hmm. in that corner, except the keeper. You still can't stop it. Sure, no, sure. it was a perfect finish. Yeah, it was, it was great. It was a, the one from outside the box as well. The man is lethal in any left foot on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, the oh. left foot. Like that was great. I'm telling you what this is starting to look like. Don't it's say it. It's starting to look like that Bale season. Oh, mm. before he, just in terms of how much better he is, and the, the, and then he's the, gonna leave at the end. No, not, no, I don't think so. But like the ease at which he's just destroying teams. We were yeah. talking about you know Pep can do a madness, sign him to replace Aguero next <laughs> season. But then he, that's what he brought Jesus for. Like, be- believe me, he has a hard-on for, for for that guy. Like, he's not going to go sign Harry Kane for $200 million, which you know Daniel Levy is going to put his foot down and ask for. It's not yeah, No, true, true. Um, Spurs, I mean, this was this was routine. Only because Kane, really, every time he gets the ball, he puts it in the back of the net. Um, Ali didn't, again, didn't look very good this game. He's off. He's, he's off, off all moment. season, really. Um, what's his name? The other dude wasn't too bad. Um, Ericsson, he was okay. Davies with another goal from left back. He's really racking them yep. up. He he's really racking them up, and that's why when you bring up Danny Rose, like I'm not really concerned about that injury because Davies really has stepped into that role. This is fantastic. this is you know Trippier and Walker again. Where it's like, don't worry, sell Walker because we have Trippier. I don't know. Davies might just be going through a purple patch, but like no, but again, term, like he. Pl- I've said this before. He played more games than Rose last season. Like if you think about. 
Spurs like in the last now. in the last season and a half. He's the left back. So so what are you saying? Sell Danny Rose at fifty million and then you know enjoy the the profit. Well, Pep, Pep no, apparently is looking into getting a left back because of the Mendy injury. There you go. Well, I wouldn't sign a guy who's still injured, who's just coming off an injury, to replace my guy who's, who's not injured. <laughs> yeah, you know, maybe between them, one of them might be. Fit. <laughs> one of them might yeah, be. Fit, yeah, maybe pick off Kieran Gibbs from West Brom or something. Oh yeah, he's <laughs> their, he's their corner kick taker now. Yeah, so yeah. he's maestro. Um, even Sissoko scored. Even Sissoko is. Pochettino has made him a decent football player. Alex, tell us why he's still annoying even though he scored. I mean, he tried to miss. No, I think it's... Didn't you predict 3-0? Oh, I did predict 3-0. Yeah. Alex predicted... Sissoko scored in the last yeah. minute. So we have our Under the Cosh... Thanks, uh, Musa. Yeah, blog predictions. Um, and Alex was like, 3-0, yep, I got that one right, perfect. And then Sissoko pops out. Even when he scores a goal, he does something wrong. It's useless. It's extremely irritating. Um, Harry Winks called up to England. It doesn't even matter who gets called up to England. Like it, no, I agree. <sighs> I don't care. The pool is the pool I, is shit. I, I, it's yeah, a shit pool. I, it's a sewage pool. Wow. And I just, it doesn't matter what comes through the filter. Like it's still shit. Like, okay. Like, I, I think he's considerably better than a lot of the other midfielders. Great. Options. Yeah, it's not that hard though to be. Who are the midfield options? Henderson. Nevermore. Yeah. Uh, Drink water. Who hasn't played a game for Chelsea? Uh, Case in point about, <laughs> about the swamp being shit. The swamp. Oh, fair yes. enough. Um, Arsenal. Brighton. So this was at 7 a.m. Eastern time. Um, this oh, was shit. hard. This was hard to wake up for. Especially when you knew it wouldn't be worth waking no, up No, it wasn't. It was a horrendous game. Um, Brighton should have scored like four goals. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Yeah, 2-0 win. I guess, you know, good good score for Arsenal. But no, it's it, not a good score for Arsenal. It's not. I don't think should so. Should it have been more? Yes. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's... You did a professional 2-0 performance. Every team looks for a 2-0 performance, go home, and I'd be happy. No. You guys are talking about, I wish we could get results that we know. 2-0 minimum, go home. Because it was easy, stroll, whatever. You got it. What's but you, Because then you watch the game, and you know how the game could have went completely different, whether for like the smallest change. Then we did not dominate the game. The Brighton parked the bus, and we had no idea... How to break them down. Like it literally took Sanchez doing his stupid little snaky thing between three defenders and back healing it into an opening will be to get us a goal. Like we don't have any way of breaking down teams systematically. Like this is the game plan, go do it, we'll win the game. The, the great thing about that goal too, and it was a nice goal, and it, it was a moment of, of Arsene Wenger football as it's supposed to be, but it just doesn't happen very much. Like no. it happens maybe once a game. And and Iwobi scored and it looked like a good finish. And then he said afterwards, I'll just put my head down and hit it. Well, but, like, you, but then you watch the goal and you see it went right above the keeper's yeah, shoulder. Yeah. He had the whole goal to aim for. So he did exactly that. Yeah. Um, like, is that a really nice shot? Hit the bar. Uh, it was a, quite, a, quite a good shot. Um, kind of no back lift. He, he's, we're not getting the best out of him, for sure. Not even close. He's barely touching the ball. I think, Alex, we were watching this together in like 25 minutes. And I'm like, did like, that even touch the ball? And he hadn't yet. It, the system just doesn't seem to suit him. Sanchez... In, in this system, it doesn't suit him either because he's always providing. Sanchez is never at the end of things in this system, which is really annoying because that's where you want him. You want him in the box, take on a guy, finish it bottom right, whatever he wants to do. But at this point, he's always cutting in, lofting the ball in to other people, and it's just not playing to his strengths. It is a bit pointless. And like you want to see Lacazette play. He's a very good striker. But, I mean, we've said it before. We saw the best of Alexis Sanchez when he played as a striker. Yeah, and then Arsene Wenger abandoned that plan. And when he plays on the left, he's he's Alexis Sanchez. He's obviously going to do something good in the game, but he's so predictable. Yes, as you said, he cuts in and he looks for the dink. The, the only the only thing I'll I'll say on that is when you have like we've seen you know with MSN at Barcelona, we've yes. seen it now with this thing. I hate people calling it MCN now, but Mbappe, Cavani, Neymar. You can have three supremely talented forwards who are mobile. Lacazette is mobile, fast. Sanchez is, if you have a third option, it doesn't matter where Sanchez plays. It doesn't matter if he's a striker. They can rotate, move around, and score and contribute for each other. Maybe it's that you don't have, you don't play 4-3-3. Or you don't have that third We also don't have a solid center mid. Center mid options that kind of can allow those three to go do whatever you want. Because then you have Ramsey who joins in. And then you have Chaka who, you know, is slower then I don't know. I'm saying I think there's a way to make that work. Oh, and I don't I, doubt and I, I, I don't think that your manager cares for that, maybe? I don't know. No, no. Don't he know. he says a football club's number one 
um, priority is values and human beings. Mm. So three points is like maybe fourth on the list mm. of things that are important in a football club. So but, until we get to like number four, we're not going to see well, Hold on. In the last five games, one draw. No, last six games, one draw and five wins. Yeah, so two of them in the European sheets. Yeah. That seems pretty good. Yeah, two in the Europa League, one against Bayern. Oh, this includes Europa League? Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. So, you know, it's right. the yeah. next three games are away though. So Who are you playing? Next I don't week? know. I, I don't even keep up, man. <laughs> like honestly um, we've got the win over Bate Borisov to sustain us for, for a, yeah. um, um, a team that has no wins to sustain them or yeah do they have any wins I don't know Everton nil Burnley won Everton's absolutely horrendous start to the season continues much to my delight um, not because I hate Everton but I hate Ronald Koeman and I think he's doing a terrible job yeah I think um, Mourinho really got under his skin a little bit recently yeah um, it just I mean, I don't think it's directly related, but it just feels like he is, you know, it's it's shaky there in the Cumin camp. Yes. Shaky? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's always been a bit wobbly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, so, here's the thing. So Alex started spice, off mate. this Cumin hate. Yes. Alex was the first. I wasn't there yet. <laughs> this season, Alex, I am come aboard yes. and I'm sinking this ship. Welcome. Because, honestly, the man needs to go. This team is shite. They gave him... Whatever amount of money they gave him. 140. And he decided, I love Gilfie Sigerson. I think he's yeah, a great Yeah, I think player. he's great. We would do. There is no time on earth I would have spent 45 million on him, period, to play behind anybody. I don't give a shit. I would, <laughs> it would not do it. And then you play him. In this game, they dropped Wayne Rooney. Some people were asking for it, though he's their top scorer. I don't care. But then you decide. Sigerson, who, oh, he was frustrated. He wasn't playing the right position. You still play him on the wing. I yeah. don't understand this man. He had a really good chance it. as well this game, which he didn't But take. he was so bad. It's yeah. not his fault he was bad either. It was a horrendous performance. It's just like, <laughs> if you buy Gilvie Sigurdsson, you play him as a number 10, and you play him behind a striker who can move. Yes. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, tell you where, simple. I'll tell you where it all started for everything. It's when Ross Barkley you know, decided to not do that move to Chelsea. Well, okay, that, that's thing. literally, it just from there, it's downhill. No, but let's talk about Ross Barkley for a second. Ronald Koeman is supposed to be a good manager, right? Yeah. He gave up on Ross Barkley. He yeah, alienated completely. him. He hasn't coached him into being a better player. He's got a lot of tools, Ross Barkley. He's just a well, bit thick. Well, he, but like, you can coach him into a being a serviceable he player. He did it with Nias. Nias was exiled, not yeah. just benched. He was exiled, and now he came on to score a goal. He started in this game. So it just shows that Romelu Lukaku covered up every single crack. <laughs> I wouldn't call it crack. They were like Fissuring. they were as if like an asteroid like hit the ground. That team we couldn't uh, see it. We just couldn't see it. Yeah. It was yeah. a crater. That's the word I was looking for. They, <laughs> like he covered up all the craters in this yeah. team. Don't yeah. worry, they'll be fine when Yannick Bellassi is back. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, that's always a, that's for. always a thing. Oh, some speed will come back. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. we'll see. But let's um, talk about Burnley for a minute, because they're they're sixth and as much as I'm kind of, my tendency <laughs> is to dislike Sean Dyche, he's doing a bloody good job. How do you dislike Sean Dyche? Well, he needs, oh, first of all, he needs yeah, lodgings. There's that. But he's so nice despite that. <laughs> he needs lodgings for sure, like a lot of them. Yes. Um, um, yeah. Aren't Everton also right now um, sponsored by Twitter or Tinder Angry or Angry Birds? Angry Birds, mm, yeah. yeah. Coleman's face turns into an Angry Bird now. Mate, like try to move on red. to Burnley. Sorry. But you're right. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's from <laughs> All right. Um, Tell us about Sean Dyche. Uh, Sean Dyche, yeah, no, he's just doing a wonderful job. His recruitment in the summer looked a bit weird. He bought players from the championship, um, you know, Woods up front. He was doing a good job. They're like, I don't know, they're just doing incredibly well. Dyche just described this, he got all wine tasty about it. He right. described it as really earthy and mm. nitty gritty defending. This is why England like don't win anything. Tones of oak. <laughs> He, he will. Is he yeah. English? Because if he is, he's going to be the next manager. He right. might be. Actually. He might be. Oh, um, I, I also just want to mention uh, Tarkovsky, the defender. They signed him from Brentford for three million in like January 2016. Yeah. Sold Michael Keane for 25. This lad's come in, and he's been but, absolutely phenomenal. But these clubs need to do that. Yeah. You know, they need to kind of have that rotation where they they they. Half players play really well for a season, sell them for a lot of money, and then you have to trust your recruitment to bring yeah. in a three to five million player to fill in, and then he becomes. I, unfortunately, so, that's that's the life so of, of a club English like that. So the Porto for defenders, yeah. Um, all right, let's move on. Alex, you're good with the Burnley talk. It just feels like you want to get a lot of Burnley off your chest. Clavin uh, cost more than Tarkovsky. Well, now we can move on. Okay, West Brom drew with Watford two two. I think uh, West Brom were two 0 up 
Yeah, also came back. This was this was good to see. Tony Pulis's um, face again. Oh, another last minute at the two-two. Oh. His face was brilliant. I mean, he tried to cover it with a stupid hat he wears. <laughs> but um, it was almost as bad as our UTC last minute. You know, oh, we, we don't yeah, need to talk guys, about that, man. Sorry, it, it's what it hurt. It hurt. Okay, so. just for context, these guys uh, conceded like literally last game. How of the dare game you say night. these guys? I'm sorry. I was on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Bernie. He was on the bench at the time. By the way, I was sickened to see you walk off the pitch. But we're like, we got two minutes left. Um, why is Bernie leaving yeah. right now? Because he knew it was coming. Yeah. I don't want any part of this. Um, Bottle job. Alex, tell us a little bit about this tweet you have here. Uh, so it just occurred to me, so Decore scored the goal for 2-1, to mm-hmm. bring it back to 2-1. And it just occurred to me that Watford fans could sing, when your team's in a hole and looking for a goal, that's Decore. Nice. Um, and so I tweeted, you know, yeah. why don't if you don't sing that, why not? And Tomo, uh, at SuperTomo14, who I looked at, and I think it was like a 62-year-old man from North London, mm. responded, because Richardson gets us out of the shit. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> Richardson? Richardson. Who is that? I don't, is that a new is, player? Is that Richardson's brother? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's, that's Richardson, but um, Brazilian. But, but let's talk about... Richarlison yeah. for a second because it's really weird to say that Richarlison is an odd I think the Brazilian just making stuff up at this point <laughs> yeah. like seriously so his son his son is going to be a Richarlison Dino yeah that would be a great yeah, that's a yeah. disgrace yeah <laughs> With a hypothetical disgrace um, but I mean we say it every week he's come over from Brazil he's 19 and he's absolutely Destroying the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, this is really Premier League is really hard. No one can adapt, you know. Yeah, <laughs> granted, but yeah. just it, it's just a pretty remarkable piece of scouting. I looked up his record in Brazil. He only had nine goals in forty-two appearances for Fluminense. So it's not like someone you'd look up the stats and go, "Oh, we have to get on him. FM." But Marco Silva clearly knew what he was doing. Right. That's well, Marco Silva cl- looks like he knows what he's doing. Um, West Ham beats Swansea one 0 I mean, these two teams needed to win, but nobody needs a well. Some people do, but very few people need to win as much as Billets does. True. Um, so he got he got this was you know this was a very important three points for them. Um, late last minute winner. Um, Swansea in serious trouble. We say are. this every year. Well, that's the thing. They will not get relegated. I'm I'm done with saying that they're gonna get relegated. <laughs> well, we said that about Sunderland for like three years running. Eventually, your time comes. <laughs> you can win all you want, but relegation will get you. Um, Stoke beat Southampton two one. Crouchy. He's. He has a record of like scoring in every single season running or something. It's insane. And he loves it. He, he, he knows he's bad at this point. He still laughs about on Twitter about the fact that he still scores goals. It's, it's Wait, funny he, to him. He, he makes money. He scores goals and he has a bombshell of a wife. Yeah. His life is amazing. No, he's great, yeah. In contrast, Saito Berahino hasn't scored <laughs> since 1999. <laughs> and he's missed his last three penalties. Like, they actually give him, like, you know, the mercy penalties. Like, just, yes. just to get the confidence up. And he still misses those. I yeah. don't know how he feels. Yeah. At this point, he has to go to what? Turkey. Like that's the move. That's even too good for him. I think. That's even Maybe. too good for him. MLS is too good for him at this point. Like, yeah. So retirement. Sure. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, Bournemouth uh, drew Leicester nil nil. Uh, not really a lot to say about this game. It was quite. It wasn't wasn't the most. Um, Don't care. Eventful. Give up. Yeah. Done. Okay, that's it for the Premier League. Well, we God. ended on a really on a, on a high there, like we just like falling asleep. Um, let's do some Momo of the week. Get yeah, us up. and like maybe some tea. <laughs> I do Momo. <laughs> One thing we are no sha Momo not fit sleep forever. One day Momo go wake up. Ladies and gentlemen, our new sponsor, XTSC. Extreme Toronto Sports Club, XTSC, offers the best co-ed, men's and women's recreational leagues across the city. Get your soccer fix with Extreme Toronto Sports Club. Sign up today at xtsc.ca, xtsc.ca. Go to xtsc.ca and use the code 2017COSHREDS, that's 2017COSHREDS, for 10% off soccer league registration fees. All right, so I'm delighted to start Mumu of the Week this week with the BBC. Um, maybe they should be defunded after this. Okay. So the BBC, what they ended up doing... Alex, don't look at me like that. I know you <laughs> love them, okay? But what they did was... Um, it was commentary going on for Newcastle-Liverpool. Mm. And when you have the closed captioning with the subtitles for you know people that can't hear... Impaired hearing. Um, it, they, would, they received a shock. Because <laughs> the commentator had said something along the lines of Newcastle, the black and white... 
blah, 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 blah. Probably said team or whatever. Mm. But the person transcribing or the computer, probably Windows 10, but <laughs> whichever one it was, ended up saying the black and white scum. Oh, dear. For which BBC's Twitter was pelted with <laughs> insults. <laughs> All, <laughs> the, all, the Jordies, all the Jordies put on their jackets yeah. <laughs> because they were standing there naked. T-shirt <laughs> Yeah. And started tweeting the BBC. Yeah. And that, that is that is. A and you could error. hear the joy of the Sunderland fans all the way down from relegation zone the channel. <laughs> they need something to cheer. Yeah, yeah. they do. Yeah. Alex, what do you have? Um, okay, this one sent in to us uh, by a friend of the pod, Diana Christine, follower on Twitter. Um, she's wonderful. This comes from Malawi. Uh, settle oh, in. Wow. This one's good. This one's really good. I don't think good, we've right? been there yet with Malawi. No. So forgive me, it's a bit long. I'm just going to read you the article. Uh, four soccer referees in southern in the southern African country of Malawi have been banned for life for match fixing after they received just $20 between them <laughs> to fix a game and returned 15 to the team doing the bribing because it's still lost. Referee Aziz Nirenda, assistant referees Limbani Chisambi and Stefano Gomani, and fourth official Jimmy Firi were all found guilty of fixing a national cup match between lower league team Nchalo United and Chitipa United. Nice. The match fixing was revealed after Nchalo United, the team that had bribed the refs, lost in a penalty <laughs> shootout after a 1-1 draw and demanded its money back. <laughs> <laughs> When the referees could only stump up $15, and Charlo went to the authorities. <laughs> so they went, we bribed these referees, yeah. and they didn't give us back our money. <laughs> no this... sanctions have been announced against the team, but there is a case against Charlo pending. The life ban for the four officials was announced by the Malawian Referees Association. The best part of this is the fact that they could only stump up $15 between them, which means that during the game, somebody went out and spent five bucks. I, mean, I don't know how. I mean, I <laughs> get it. I know that 20 bucks will go pretty far yes. in Malawi. I get that. Yes. But you return the money? Are you out of your mind? <laughs> yeah. Like at this point, you keep all 20. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Like wow. you, you you literally go, I'm going to let everyone know that I've bribed these people because I want my $20. Yeah, it's incredible. Your, your 20 bucks is so yep. much more valuable than the ban you're going to get. The fine and the ban will be less worthy than 20 bucks. <laughs> Chisambi, one of the assistant referees, denied wrongdoing, saying, I never took a share of the money. It's so sad that my career has ended in this manner. Last year, another referee in Malawi was banned for life for incompetence. (laughs) (laughs) One thing we are no sha, Mumu no fit sleep forever. One day, Mumu go wake up. So let's move on to Europe. We'll start with Italy, shall yes. we? Um, it actually, it's it's been quite exciting. Serie A has been great this season. We, you know, with with Milan's transfer window, with Napoli kind of carrying on from where they left off. Mm-hmm. Juve are still the same. You know, the Balas fantasy, etc., etc. Roma are smashing teams. Yep, uh, Immobile is killing it. Um, Jeco is dominating. It's it's been a great season to follow in Italy, and you know if it's a league that you you don't really follow regularly, this season might be worth kind of looking into it. Yeah. I would say so far it's been the best league in Europe. Yeah, sure, sure, I, I can agree with that. Yeah, um, let's start with Napoli, the table toppers after seven games by two clear points. <laughs> yes, the title um, bid is on. That's all we need, folks. <laughs> they beat uh, Cagliari three nil. Hamshik, Mertens, and Kulebali. Um, the, the front four, I'd say, of Napoli have been sensational. They're passing the way Sarri has them playing. It's It's been a joy to watch. I think, again, we did say this at the end of the last season, probably the most entertaining team to watch this year in yeah. Europe. I will go out on a limb and say this is the team that has come closest to doing what Barcelona did under Pep Guardiola. The stats this week, the passing stats in Europe, across Europe, they were about 200 to, or 300 more passes than anyone else. Than any other team. That's they, they are just... The football they're playing is phenomenal. Including Barcelona playing Las Palmas in the same week. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Um, so, I mean, Alex, we were talking about how no one came in and poached these four. Hamsik, <laughs> Mertens. Um, Why bother? <laughs> Why bother? I, I think they're seriously afraid you can't, of, bro. of Napoli's owner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Like, you, fearful. You, it, you just die. Yeah. You just end up dead. Can you imagine I mean, Barcelona coming in for Mertens? Yeah. This is like a, today, Barcelona come in with a bit of 100 million for Mertens. The next day, Bartem- <laughs> Bartomeu, Bartomeu, Bartomeu Fontaine is back up. It's like, you know what? 
I don't want him that bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is no point. If if De Laurentiis doesn't sanction it, the Ultras will do it for him. Yeah. And I mean, this is a guy who managed to sell Cavani for sixty million before saying sixty million was a thing. And, and so, Higuain for eighty five. Exactly. This is a guy that's also keeping Hamshik. And every season we're like, is Hamshik gonna go? Is Hamshik gonna go? And again, it is literally ties with the mafia. Speaking speaking of Hamsik, so he scored his first goal of the season yep. this this game, which you wouldn't have thought considering how he's been playing. He's one off the all-time record for Maradona's record. Which is Maradona. Yeah. Hamsik? Hamsik. He's been there a long time, yeah. let's be fair. He but is an ultra. Well, you I mean, if, if, if you say, I mean, if Pele was here, he wouldn't be surprised to tell you how shit Maradona was. Ooh. So it's all good. He'd Ooh. also say that Colombia and an African team will have won the World Cup already. Yep, and he would remind you that he scored a thousand plus goals. <laughs> Something which, by the way, Neymar looks very possible to break. He has like 400 goals or 500... He has 430 goals or so at 25. Do you reckon that's why he moved to Liga? Possibly. I'm surprised you didn't say Messi because Messi's probably like what, 700? But, but no, no. The thing is, uh, Neymar has that, that Brazilian stint where he just not. Also, how many, how many fake games are we talking about with Pele here? <laughs> yeah. right? I'm just saying. Uh, Beach football should not count. Against some real farmers. Yeah. Um, Inter beat uh, Benevento. The yeah. newly promoted, correct? Yes, uh, um, and terrible. <laughs> yes. I don't think they have a point. Yeah, Inter struggled actually in this game. Yeah, um, Broz- Brozovic nearly left in the summer, but he got a couple here. That was. He's playing quite well, him yeah. and um, the United uh, target, what's his name? Persis. Persis has been playing great this season too. Icardi still playing well, captain, you know, all that good stuff. Uh, Inter have looked much better this season than last. Last they were kind of the laughing Funny stock. what a good manager does to a team. Hmm? That is quite funny. I mean, tell me about it. Yeah, hashtag Frank the boy. <laughs> yeah, Coleman. Um, Lazio beat Sassuolo 6-1. Uh, they went 1-0 down. And, you know, Sassuolo might have entertained some thoughts mm. of, of a victory. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, Immobile is uh, having a season of his life so far. Uh, Seven Lazio, games of his life. Yeah, Lazio are phenomenal. De Vries, just everyone. They're, they're so good this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they are. They're sitting in fourth right now. Um, yes, they have a game on hand on Roma or in, and sit in uh, fifth. But still, they're doing they're doing very well. Inter Milan are in third, by the way. Um, Roma did get a very, very important three points. They yeah. beat Milan at, you know, Milan was home yeah. at the San Siro. Um, Dzeko and Florenzi. Dzeko is... A, that that goal, I mean, to put it there from that far past Donnarumma, mm-hmm. it needed to be perfection. I think it was, I think there's a deflection. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but it still went there. It gave it the dip. It, it did. But yeah. when you're playing as well as him, like, you make your own. Oh, you deserve it. No, for sure. But I, Milan didn't actually play badly in this game. Watching it, you thought to yourself, Milan actually did all right. So, it's a three-point gap between those two teams, and there's a game Chuck. in hand for Roma. But I think Milan can see this as progress yeah Chenahoglu got a red card and I think the most delighted <laughs> people in the stadium were the commentators hmm. <laughs> they're like I don't have to say his name <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he, it was stu- mo- it oh. was the weirdest red card he knew he was on a yellow um, Nangolan kicked the ball Just literally like 10 meters away and then it felt like it was a game it felt like it was FIFA by like 92 where it just mm-hmm. glitched and then he kind of tackled him 10 minutes later it's like <laughs> mate the ball's gone ages ago anyways um, I don't know Milan it's it's again. Alex keeps saying the manager, you know, Montella is not going to be the one to take this team no. forward. They they've made good signings. Now you need a manager. And and obviously with Ancelotti being sacked at Bayern, a lot of people were saying, oh, it's going to be him. It still might. Although today he said, I'm going to rest for ten months. But although it's like, haven't you been that. resting? Yeah. yeah right. But the the, th- <laughs> the thing with that is like they signed eleven new players. Eleven of them who are it's as if it's like the Everton of this league. Yes. Like you sign players who are not going to really take you to where you want to go. And the worst part is, you know how we thought that they were bought by that Chinese yeah. consortium. That didn't happen. They they took a loan from some company. So they now need outside investment to come in so they can pay back that loan for all those players that they signed. Wow. So they're in a more critical situation than we thought. It's like the refs in Malawi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they want their money back. Um, the biggest news, though, Juventus didn't win again. They must have missed a payment. Yay! They must have skipped a payment or something. Well, they were 2-0 up. 2-0 up against Atalanta. And Atalanta, in Bergamo, steamed back. Um, Caldara and uh, Cristante with a a absolutely bullet header. And what I found out today, oh, I didn't oh. know this. Sorry. Go on. But like, I watched that and I remember thinking, that is the definition of bullet header. Yes. And nothing before it. Like, in time, before this moment, <laughs> nothing was more of a bullet header than this. It's a phenomenal goal. He, he's running at it at full speed, no hesitation. Like the net just, it was it was literally <laughs> something yeah, out of I'm Captain Tsubasa. It was something out of Captain Tsubasa. Like, it, 
it, insane. You know what made me more proud? Yes. Is that I found out Brian Cristante, Canadian dad. We actually tried to call him up. He said no. But you know. Wait, wait, what do you mean? He's oh, got, he has a Canadian dad. Yeah. Oh. 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 Speaking of Canadians, I know this is way late now, but Burnley's um, Arfield. Arfield. Arf- he had a great game. Just saying. Yeah. We can move on. And it's like, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Another thing. Yeah. Cristante, does he play for Italy yet? Yes. Damn it. Just. <laughs> they just called him. Bernie was about to start a conga. Or a change to old position. We have so many of those. Got that run change out of it. That's where we got all our views in the blog. Um, so, Juve were 2 0 up. They also looked shaky in, in Champions League, yeah. by the way. Um, so, this is not, you know, this, they've looked shaky a lot of games this season. Higuain came on, bailed them out in Champions League. This game he scored as well. Great goal, though. Oh, left foot finish. It was a phenomenal mm-hmm. finish. Yeah. You said recently, like, when he finishes, it's like 100%. There's not, no messing about it. No, 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 no. He, no. he, he knows does. where it's going. He finishes every meal. <laughs> yes. That too. Yes. But it's funny to me that the Bonucci move hasn't worked out for anyone. No. <laughs> it's just like Juve are worse for it and Milan haven't improved for yeah. it. No, especially because they're trying to play four at the back when he plays well only in a three, which we just found. Yeah, out. and Kalini <laughs> thinks Juve are better off anyway, so. Yeah, but he's just a pasta. Um, Spain. Let's, yeah, but, but I, I want to do my little uh, segment music if that's okay. Okay, yeah, good. Let's have a blast. <laughs> uh, 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 so, uh, Harry now. <laughs> Off air, we just had a great laugh at Harry Redknapp as manager of Jordan. Behind my ears hurt from laughing so <laughs> hard. Was, he, did, he didn't know that people wouldn't speak English yeah. and got mad about it. He got mad at a reporter in Jordan for not speaking English. Oh uh, we, just, we were also imagining him uh, going to Egypt to, uh, to give, uh, to uh, whatever, manage Ahli or Zamalek or something, and we were just. Imagining him out of his window <laughs> giving an interview, and we thought maybe you know down a camel, lean down a camel. Yeah. Oh, oh man, man. we got to get Anyway, we digress. A um, place he will never manage in Spain. <laughs> never rule it out. Um, Real Sociedad. No. Why don't you speak English? <laughs> <laughs> Look, that was pretty much Moyes' attitude. That was pretty well, much. Well, at least he's not going to tweet about you know. Doing obscene things on the beach oh, in the morning. That's, oh, that's no, true. No, no. Let's start where we never start. Uh, Real Sociedad four, Betis four. Um, <coughs> mental game. Betis are actually like a real team this season. Joaquin with a goal. That mm. was lovely. That's a blast from the past, isn't it? Seriously. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I uh, don't have a lot to say. <laughs> four four. All right, so let's talk about the team that actually represents all of Spain, considering yes. what's going on in Catalonia, <laughs> and that is General Franco's army, Royal Madrid. Madrid. Yes, they haven't been that much of an army this season, to be fair. I no. Mean, you could still be a bad army, I no. guess. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. French. Sure. Um, in the 20th century. Okay, sure, sure. I'll have, go with that. I'll have they been that. in any fights since? To, to prove otherwise? Uh, no. How's NATO no. going? No, no, I think no, it's all right. Count. I think it's all That's right. teamwork. But Real Madrid 2-0. First home win of the season, which sounds very, very By strange. the best player in Spain. Who's that? Isco. Two goals. Oh, I was like, yeah. we're, we're, which one are we talking about? Yeah, <laughs> but he has been brilliant. He has Absolutely been. brilliant. Um, for the record, Isco's been brilliant. Um, Asensio before his pimple on his leg, brilliant. I mean, Borja the, was... Br- Ronaldo, like, Zidane is playing Ronaldo as a striker now. And I, I, I'm not saying it's related... But it just so happened to be the same time with a different form where Ronaldo's playing up top instead of Benzema. Maybe Benzema gives you something. I know Madrid fans are going to hate me because a lot, a huge portion hate Benzema. They love to hate on him. Mm-hmm. But I'm just thinking maybe he brings you something on that center forward. Maybe. Like, it's absolute proven yeah. over the last nearly 10 years that Benzema is a crucial part of Because Madrid love to sell. And trust me, mm-hmm. if there was any excuse, they would have sold by But now. that's that's the trifecta with, well, trifecta is Benzema, Ronaldo, and another. Whether it's Bale or somebody Whoever's else. Whoever's fit. Yeah. But it's interesting that Ronaldo's been red hot in Champions League and ice cold in uh, La Liga. Yeah. But he hasn't what, scored what, yet. what shocks me is that everyone in Madrid, as much as I love the man, felt like they had to say something oh, about it. I yeah. don't Tip, understand Tiptoeing around this man's ego like, like nothing you've ever seen before. Listen to these quotes, right? Zidane. We're a bit disappointed for him as he's not yet scored in La Liga, but this is football. His assist for Isco was phenomenal. Uh, I mean, no, I, it wasn't. He wasn't phenomenal. It was a normal slide yeah. through ball. I, I'm just not sure why you feel like... I guess the journalists are asking the question, so they're responding. Yeah. But why are they asking the question? It's okay. They won 2-0. Focus on that. No one, no one asks you when you sign for Madrid 
Madrid or Barca who the best player in the world is, you still give that opinion. Kalo <laughs> <laughs> Navas. Ronaldo's fine. There's no need to always be so hard on him. He did very good work. Defended when he had to. He gave the assist for Isco and when he had the ball and could not pull off a move, he passed it to a player in a better position. Which That's never happened. minimum you yeah. should expect. Yeah. These details should be valued as if they were goals too. He's very important to us. So he doesn't score for like three games and all of a sudden... People need to remind us that Ronaldo is a good player yeah. and is important. The support group. It, it's out. also not important because last season he did not start very well either. And then he polaxed the rest of the league. So just stop. Just shut the hell yeah, up. Stop. And let's move the hell on. Ronaldo, yes. Ronaldo still likes the, the attention. So he's not... He, he doesn't I mean, like it's it. written in their contracts. Yeah, I'm pretty is. sure. Kira Navas wouldn't have started next game. Um, Barca continue their good form. Um, there is some... We'll talk about the background to this game. Uh, we can start with it if you want, Alex. Or do you want to end with it? What do you want to well, do? Well, let's go Busquets scored a header. Yeah, Busquets scored a header from a Messi corner. which I, thought, I don't know why Messi doesn't take more corners. This is a... Few times I've seen him. Well, because they need his aerial prowess in the box. True, obviously. true. Yeah. Um, Busquets, great header. He does, I mean, it's a collector's item. He doesn't score many goals. To uh, be fair, Las Palmas had, I don't know who he is, young keeper. I think it might have been his debut. He was horrendous. Well, I mean, the Messi goal where it just felt like, you know, it, it, where Messi took it around the keeper and put it in, mm-hmm. it felt like the play had stopped 10 seconds ago and no one was trying. Mm-hmm. That's how simple and easy that goal looked. Um, and the last one, I can't remember, but. I mean, it's, it's Las Palmas. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying, I expect this result. There, there are some people that suggest that Barcelona are still not playing mm. all that well, mm. but they're functional. Yep. I don't know if this is altogether true, but this is something I hear time and time and time again. They're not at their best, for sure. Like They're, they're kind of flowing best. But, and Messi has been a bit carrying in the season because Suarez hasn't been performing at all. Messi's really carrying in. There's no Neymar. Dembele got injured. Uh, Messi has like 13 goals. He's, he's gone on a really good run for him. <coughs> um, but people are saying that this game, the biggest, most important part of this game is that, you know, when Messi moves to City next season, mm. he'll be used to the atmosphere because they played behind By the stores. way, you said something very interesting that Messi carried them. Let people not be deceived. Right. Messi carried them last season as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if people remember this, but Messi had probably one of his best seasons, but the team was yes. terrible. Yes. But And this is, again, why the Neymar thing may have actually been a bit of smoke and mirrors over dependent. Like, people thought... He's a great player. Right. People thought more of his contribution than was actually necessary yeah, because right. Messi, I remember, got them out of holes time and time and time again last season to even keep them competitive. I think sure. the thing is people's memories are, are short and oh, Neymar short. came into form towards the end of the season yeah. and in the latter stages of the Champions League. And so that always stands out yeah. to you. The no, PSG I mean, game. That's why he's never had a complete season for Barcelona where every, every, both sides of the season he's been actually great. Primera, so like, it never like happened with Nasri, Yeah, same, same caliber player. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll talk about Barcelona, but since you mentioned Neymar, I mean, he is killing it in PSG right now with Cavani and Mbappe. Mbappe's looking phenomenal. Cavani's, you know, they've had their issues. You know what, I rate you as a football player. Thank you. I honestly think if you played in this team, you would get... In PSG? Yeah. I get, get like 10 goals. You get 10 goals. Oh, yeah. I'm very sure of this. I, I think just stand there. Just stand there. <laughs> Thank you. And they would ping the ball off you into the net. Will Cavani let me take yeah. the penalties? Yeah. Um, no. No. Okay. I mean, if Lucas Moura still retains his squad place... Yeah, right, I feel like, like I could sit I, on the bench at least. I think we should least. try it. Though. We should try it. Change that org petition. <laughs> get Mohamed into PSG. Very starting a <laughs> All right. Um, Alex, tell us a bit of the background on why Barcelona played behind closed doors. Okay. So... Uh, in Catalonia, they tried to hold a referendum to uh, vote for independence or not, um, but, you know, to vote for independence. The Spanish government did everything in its power to shut it down. They shut down the website. They shut down um, printing shops so that ballots couldn't be printed. I have a question. They sent this... Go on. So the referendum isn't set or held by the government. Like, it's not something that... It's not like Brexit. No. no. So this is just to get an opinion out there to show, look, there is we want... In the pa- okay. Yes, okay. and the government deemed it illegal, and so did everything in its power to shut it down, including sending the civil guard and police, militarized we police. We saw some of the videos, yeah. It was in to bash people up and physically remove them. It was pretty sickening, to be honest. Um, and Barcelona, Barcelona, and there's a great Sidlow article about this out right now, but Barcelona, their statement is Mesco and Club. They are, they are inherently political because mm-hmm. of the history of Catalonia and Spanish Civil War and, Etc. Um, and so they have to take a position when these things come up. The mm. club always has to take a position. Yeah. Players like PK have always kind of shown their, their hand in this. They don't even PK, hide it anymore. Guardiola yeah. always, all, yeah. always speaks yeah. about these issues. And so the club didn't want to go ahead with the game because, you know, people of Barcelona are being battered around by police. They didn't feel it was appropriate. The league, 
which is run out of Madrid, said, um, no, you're going to go ahead with the game, and if you don't, you're going to be deducted six points. So Barcelona, in an act of defiance, said, okay, the game goes ahead, but there'll be no one here. So behind closed doors, there were a few fans, I guess, journalists. The, and the, it was so weird. It was big, so weird watching those highlights with no one in the stadium. It was weird to see, especially like when it's such high-caliber players mm-hmm. in the high, like in, on the ball. It's like, you know, Messi and etc. Suarez and stuff. And it's like, there's no one there. And the problem is the new Camp is huge. You can even feel it even more. But the one thing that actually, like, from my personal point of view, that I thought of when I saw this is... What about all these people that traveled worldwide oh, yeah, to watch yeah. Barcelona, bought tickets, etc.? It's like it could have been us. It this could decision have been us. was only made about forty. Yeah. I think it was like half an hour before the game. Can you imagine you, you, you're ready? Trying to get in. You're ready to watch Barcelona, yeah. like you've traveled miles and miles and. See, I, I, I think I mean, firstly, there were people trying to get in, and away fans who had traveled trying to yeah. get in, um, and that was a whole thing because um, Las Palmas had the you know the Spanish flag sewed onto their jerseys and all that. But the thing that's particularly interesting. To me, but the whole thing is, how long can you keep this up? Because it's only a worthwhile protest if you sustain it, in my opinion. And you're going to lose a lot of match day income if they sustain it. A one-time thing of not having this, I'm not saying it's not worth it. Yeah. You make a stance, I get that. But end of the day, it's empty and no one cares. I think it's only, I think it's like, as it's going on live, you kind of, the game is being played at the same exact time as it's yeah. kind of happening out there. But I don't think it's, they're going to sustain it. It's not about the vote. It's just about like the police brutality. Yes. I, I don't think this is something they expect to sustain or no. anyone would, would well, expect. I'm just saying, I, think, I, think, I think, sorry, you, maybe we're getting too deep into this, but the, the more effective way is to put on the game and have the fans ha- sing that anthem or whatever. Right. They sing have it every a big, week. Have anyway. a big stand against everything in there as opposed to an empty stadium. You could, you could have 100,000 100, people show their support to what's happening. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's different ways to think about possibly. it. Possibly. Yeah. I, I think... I don't know. I, they, I mean, they, they sing that every every game anyway. I mean, for six years, I think, they, they've sung the, the I can just, Catalan I, National Anthem. Imagine it under those circumstances. Yeah, no, it, 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 would be, it would be probably an incredible atmosphere. But I think when the league says something like this to you, which is insulting under such circumstances, you kind of have to do something to, right, to show Right, right. I mean, it's good that they showed a stance at the end. So, um, I think that's pretty much for us this week. Alex? One more thing. Yeah. Valencia beat Bilbao 3-2. Another win for Valencia. They're doing very well. But I just want to say, if you haven't seen the Adarith goal... Old man. It is unbelievably good. Just go and look. I I have not. So I will do that. That's exactly what we're going to do right now. (laughs) All right. right. Have a good week. Take care. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com, follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh, and for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com.